It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. <laughs> by Choice Hotels. Econolodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Well, hello and welcome to the Sunday Night Show with Bill Cunningham. And if you are like me... You tune in to this radio station or you, you stream it on your app every Sunday night at this time because like the rest of us, you want to hear the words of the great American, Bill Cunningham. And if you're like me right now, you're saying to yourself, who the heck is this guy? Well, let me tell you, this guy is me. My name is Dan Carroll, and I want to thank you for being here. And I cannot tell you what an honor it is to have Bill Cunningham ask me to fill in for him. And to have this opportunity to address this great audience all across America, Danny Boy Gleason tells me 415 radio stations are uh, playing this right now. And uh, how great it is to uh, to have this great audience uh, with all those radio stations and really all of America. And uh, again, I can't thank Bill Cunningham enough. He, look, when, when the great Bill Cunningham calls and says, hey, uh, I'm not going to be able to be there on Sunday night. Can you sit in for me? Uh, the answer is automatically, as far as I'm concerned, yes. And uh, I can't tell you how glad I am to be here. As I mentioned, my name is Dan Carroll, real name, by the way. I am a radio talk show host, and uh, I do shows on 700 WLW right here in Cincinnati. 700 WLW is the station where Bill Cunningham planted his flag uh, what is it, Danny Gleason? It's got to be more than 30 years ago now, right? More than 30 years ago. 30 to 35. 30 to 35, he says. So somewhere in that uh, in that time frame. And I have had the good fortune to know Bill Cunningham, not all that time, but for a good portion of that time, as over the past 30 years myself, I have worked in various roles here at this radio station. I've also spent a good deal of time working in local television news as a reporter, a show host, a sports guy, helicopter news guy, a news anchor. And I must say it was largely during that period of time that I was awakened to just how screwed up things really are in the business of news and in the business of media in general. And I'm going to have more to say about that as we move throughout the program tonight. So uh, not all of it. But a lot of it was fun while it lasted. But my first love was radio. And I feel fortunate and blessed to have the opportunity to come to this microphone and talk about what the heck 
is going on. I do regular shows on 700 WLW every Wednesday and Thursday night, and I call those shows The Midweek Crisis. And I chose that name in, uh, as an homage to the Biden administration. Because when it comes to this administration, there is seemingly a new crisis with this administration just about every day. I mean, look at what we learned in just the past week. And again, I'll, I'll touch on those items as we move throughout the show tonight. And I know I don't need to tell the great Bill Cunningham audience this, but what is going on right now is not good because you know and I know that what is going on right now is definitely not good. For many years, I have long said and I have talked about and I have exposed where I can uh, just how poorly the American people are served when it comes to the national and the local media in this country. And I'm talking mostly about the media that we see on TV, that we see on cable, that that we stream uh, however we consume it on the big screen, on the, the small screen, on our cell phones, in between screens on the computer or whatever we watch, uh, as I refer to it as the agenda-driven national or corporate media. And it extends to the written media as well. You know, the New York Times, the uh, the Washington Post, the L.A. Times, USA Today, all the usual suspects. And day in and day out, their work goes on. And the work is not first and foremost, as it should be, to inform viewers with news and information. It's not to provide value for the viewer by enabling us to have a better understanding of the world we live in. The work is more and more to further the agenda and in ways that become more and more obvious nearly every single day. And that agenda is the agenda of the left and not just the left of center left. It's the agenda of the extremist, radical Marxist left. And I've been there. I've seen it in practice. I've lived it. I've been in the meetings when the decisions were made. And this is on a local level, but it extends to the national level as well. Because I've worked with the network people. I've had a chance to get to know many of them. And by and large, with very few exceptions, and there are some exceptions, thank God, that the way of thinking and the, the decision-making process, it's largely all the same. It's all part and parcel from the same school of thought. And it has to do with uh, what is going to be pre presented to viewers and how, it will be, and how it will be presented and what will not be presented. And what is going on now is that the narrative comes first. And the truth is a distant second or sometimes third or sometimes the truth is not a concern at all. How many times have we heard Bill Cunningham talk about stories that don't get the coverage, don't get any coverage at all? And he likes to say it's because it doesn't fit. It doesn't fit the template that's already in place for reporting and what is supposed to be news. And the way I express the very similar notion is that when it comes to politicians, when it comes to uh, the White House now, when it comes to 
the agenda-driven corporate media and all the pundits and commentators. It's amazing how they do it, but they all get on the same page as if they're all reading from the same sheet of music or the same talking points, and many times they are. And the, the message comes out. There can be only one narrative, and that's how I say it. And I, I've done it many, many times on my radio shows where you play a compilation of different people speaking. And you can't tell the difference between which one's the pundit, which one's the news anchor, which one is the politician, because they're all saying the exact same thing. And you have to hand it to the leftist Democrats, the hardcore leftist Democrats in this country, because they are so well organized when it comes to getting their message out. And uh, those on the other side, well, they have a lot harder time getting their message out. And the sad part about it is that the casualties of it all are truth and our constitutional republic. And this administration has really taken it to a new level. If you're someone who dares to speak the truth in a truthful way or you, uh, you want to stray away from the officially sanctioned narrative that comes from the White House or comes from the news media these days, well, then you become an enemy of the state. And that's where we, and, and that is a dangerous, dangerous road that we are on. And one of the most frustrating parts for me is that every once in a while, a story reaches a critical mass that the networks, or many times it's just a single network, but there'll be a network that can no longer ignore what's going on and they'll do a report that'll have actual facts that'll actually talk about some sort of corruption. It, they, it, it, you know, it may hurt to do it, but every once in a while they do do it. And recently it was CBS talking about the whistleblower for the IRS who's uh, come forward to talk about how the Biden administration is uh, obstructing the investigation into Hunter Biden's taxes. So when that does happen from time to time, I like to give credit where credit is due. But it illustrates that these networks with all their power and all their money and all the people that work for them, and they are not stupid people. But it shows that they have the ability to do this kind of work, but they simply just a vast majority of time choose not to do it. And they do it because in the end, whether they are willing to admit it or not, they are the ones who have the political agenda. And that's the kind of stuff that I talk about a lot. So coming up on the show tonight, a couple of great guests. Uh, Scott Powell, you've heard him on with Bill Cunningham uh, many times. And then uh, my buddy uh, Daniel Turner, who is uh, who has a website called Power the Future. And that's a website I look at all the time, especially when it comes to energy-related information. He just got done testifying in front of Congress. So we'll have a great conversation with, uh, with him coming up. But between now and then, it's me, it's you, it's the American people, and whatever it is you want to talk about. I've got a ton of stuff I want to get to, but I want to get to your phone calls as well. Here's the number, 866-647-7337. 866-647-7337. It is Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham, who is live with you every Sunday night. Mercedes-Benz of Ford Mitchell?
Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. You had a solid retirement dream. Sell your home in a few years. Bank the equity. Downsize and trade. Live with Bill Cunningham. Bill Cunningham has the night off. I am Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham. And uh, glad to be here. And, and Danny Gleason, there's another reason why I'm glad to be doing the show tonight. Because this might have been the very last night that it's possible to do this show. I'm reading a story right here that claims there's a theory that a solar storm will cause the end of the world on April 23rd, 2023. So, Danny Gleason, this, this could be it for me and you. So, there's uh, apparently there's supposed to be a, a, a coronal mass ejection, a giant solar storm rocketing towards Earth. And so, if uh, if you see something coming our way... Would you please give me a heads up because I'd like to know. Dan, I don't have a window to the outside. <laughs> Dan, Danny's got a Danny's got a window. I don't have one. So uh, look, we've got people all over the country, all over America, and, and uh, half of Canada at night. As uh, this radio station is a huge uh, flamethrower, so uh, if you see us the storm coming in, uh, give us a call at eight six 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 four seven seventy three thirty seven. And give us a heads up. Uh, you know what? Let's go to Iowa and talk to Jim and uh, and see what Jim has on his mind. Jim, welcome yeah. to the Sunday <clears throat> Night Show. How are you, sir? Okay. Hey, uh, all this, this. Jim. I mean, like it really matters. Uh, right. I'll tell you what. You know what? Hold on, Jim. Nation. Jim, Jim, Jim. Start, start over again because your phone faded out there and I didn't hear what you said. Okay. Just I was going to say, like, all this political ahead. talk, uh, everybody thinks that's going to fix everything. This nation has turned away from God. Any nation, you kill your kids, any kids in the history of the world that has accepted homosexuality as normal has not lasted more than one generation. And you can check on that yourself. All right, Jim. Well, I don't know why you're giving me a hard time about it. I haven't, uh, I haven't supported the. Uh, well, I haven't supported it yet. But look, if you want, if you want, it, it's it's just the world we live in these days. If that's the way you want to run your life, that's fine with me. I got a story in here about a. Uh, uh, I guess it was a gay pride parade. Let me see, or maybe it was a. Uh, here it is. Florida LGBTQ group had to cancel a parade that they wanted to have. Because they were told it was going to be a and and this is I want to follow up on the point that Jim was making there. If you want to, if you if you're an adult, and this is the way you want to live your life, please by all means, do what you want to do. The rest of us, the majority of us, except for maybe Jim there in Iowa, really don't care how you live your life. If you want to get your freak on in any way. Please, by all means, knock yourself out. So, if you've got uh, you've got the uh, Pride of the Treasure Coast group that wanted to have a a gay pride parade, well, uh, they shut down the parade because it turned out that the 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 town where they wanted to have this 
the Pride Alliance of the Treasure Coast, I guess it was Port St. Lucie where they wanted to have this. I was a little concerned about the event, and they said, well, you know what? We can't have kids at the event. And because of that, well, the parade was canceled. Why would you cancel a parade, a gay pride parade, that should be for, you know, adults? Why would you cancel that just because kids can't be invited? And here's the other part of that. The parade was canceled because kids can't be there. Well, the only thing that the Florida law talks about is that they don't want to have sexualized performances in front of kids. So can't you, as a gay adult, as an LGBTQ member, conduct a parade and not have sexualized stuff going on? Is that possible? Is that asking too much? I don't, to my way of thinking, I don't think it should be. So I think that says a lot, that the fact that kids were not going to be allowed to be part of the parade or in proximity to the parade or be along the parade route. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Every day we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. The fact that the kids weren't allowed to be there and they, had, they felt the need to cancel this, I think tells you a lot about what this particular organization, organization is about. But by and large, if this is if, if, any way you want to live your life, Please feel free to do so. Uh, no one's going to attack you. No one really cares. The only thing that I want to say about that is just leave the kids out of it. When it comes to all the uh, LGBTQ stuff, when it comes to all the transgender nonsense, uh, the surgeries, the puberty blockers, I've got uh, I've got a soundbite that there's a lot of debates going on in various states around the country, and some states have already passed legislation to stop these surgeries on kids from, and it really, it's to prevent them from mutilating themselves or prevent doctors from carrying out these mutilations of, uh, of their body parts. And I don't have a problem with that at all. That needs to stop. And I've got uh, this, there was a debate that was going on and it was in, what state was it? But there was, there was a, a young person who testified. Uh, it was in New Hampshire. There was a young person who testified. Katie Lennon is her name. And uh, is she had some of the most powerful testimony about what happened to her. And I'm going to play that a little bit later on. 
And so stick around to hear that. It, it is very powerful testimony. And what a mistake that uh, this young person made when she decided that, yeah, you know, I, I can go in, I can have the surgery. You know, we don't let kids. I was walking into uh, the, the local casino the other day, and I saw the sign there, you must be 21 years to enter. So we don't let people under the age of 21 walk into a casino because they might lose some money at the blackjack table. They might put some money into a slot machine that is gone forever. Uh, they, you know, they might uh, put some money on the double zero on the roulette wheel and watch that money go away. Now, we can't we can't let someone under the age of 21 do that. But there are so many people out there who are perfectly fine with kids who are six, seven, eight, nine, ten years old. And don't try and tell me that it doesn't happen. But uh, it, it, that's where this administration is, that the moment a kid of that age says that they need to become a, a different person. The boy needs to become a girl or the girl needs to become a boy. They want to get him on the puberty blockers right away. You can't tell me that that's right. If you're not allowed to go in a casino and make a bet or drink a beer before you're 18, you can't make those kind of decisions. It is the Sunday night show. It's Dan Carroll for Bill Cunningham, who is live with you every Sunday night. Traffic and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. An American Airlines flight out of Columbus has to turn back with the 1030 report. I'm Sean McCormick, breaking now. An American Airlines flight out of Columbus headed toward Phoenix Sunday. Turned back before taking off. The crew reporting a possible bird strike, which caused the plane's wing to catch fire, and the plane then returned. ABC's Alex Prescia reports aviation officials say such incidents are on the rise. The FAA says that aviation wildlife strikes are on the rise. More than 17,000 last year, according to its data, which is up over 2021. And so far this year, more than 2,300. Now the latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News. Overnight, a freeze warning will remain in effect from 4 a.m. until 9 a.m. Clear skies, a low of 32. Then Monday, a mix of clouds and sun on a high of 55. Monday night, fair skies and a low of 33. Tuesday morning, suns, increasing clouds by the uh, afternoon and then a high of 63. Radar's clear right now. It is 44 degrees. A 38-year-old man from Florence has been charged with murder after a deadly shooting Saturday night. Police responding to Winthrop Circle uh, just off Hopeful Church Road and Dixie Highway found 21-year-old Dan Lakiko inside a car suffering multiple gunshot wounds. He was pronounced dead at the scene. Arrested and facing murder charges is Wayne Haggard. And a seven-inning, ten-strikeout performance by Pittsburgh's Vince Velasquez topped a fine performance by the Reds' Hunter Green. The Pirates' 2-0 win, winners Sunday sweeping the Reds. Green gave up just one run in six innings work with six Ks. The Reds are back at home to face the Texas Rangers on Monday. Nick Lodolo will be on the mound. Our coverage beginning at 5.40 p.m. with the inside pitch. Our next update is at 11 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700, WLW. Pray.com's Meditative Prayers podcast is the best way to bring God's perfect. The Sunday Night Show rolls on. I am Dan Carroll. 
Coming to you from Cincinnati. In for Bill Cunningham on the Sunday night show and uh, glad to be here as well. Let's uh, go ahead and uh, let's see. We've got Edward in Chicago. See what Edward's got. Uh, Edward 700. Uh, you're on uh, with the Sunday night show with Bill Cunningham. Dan Carroll for Bill Cunningham. Edward, how are you? Edward. Edward once, Edward twice. Edward, you got to be a little sharper than that. You know, I thought someone from Chicago might be uh, a little sharper than that. Let's go to Washington State and say hello to Greg. Greg, how hey, you Dan. doing tonight? I'm doing good. Hey, you know, you were talking uh, earlier on your last segment there about all the sexualization of children. Um, Bill Maher, I don't know if you heard Bill Maher on Monday, he was talking to Chris Morgan about how radicalized everything has gotten, how extreme everything has gotten. He said that basically everything's gotten so nutty that you could literally say the most outrageous thing, like men having babies, everyone just falls in line and just says, oh, yeah, that's, that sounds good. And he says it's really fear that keeps all these people in line and agreeing to all this stuff. Well, we've come to a point, I think, uh, Greg, in this country where people are afraid to say something that goes like I said in my opening segment. There can be only one narrative. And the narrative yeah. that this administration and that most of the media wants everyone to go along with is the narrative that uh, just because you cut off a body part or you add a body part to yourself, then uh, a man can become a woman and a woman can become a man. And uh, and it's, it's, it's some sort of mass delusional hysteria sort of thing where we're all supposed to go along with the fantasies of somebody just because someone chooses to indulge in that sort of idea doesn't mean that everyone else has to go along with it but now if if well, you're the one who chooses not to go along with it well then you're you're the one who was uh who was made to be in wrong so so many of these lawmakers are trying to pass legislation in the in the different states that if you have a kid who says uh they want to transition then if if you oppose that as a parent then you're the one who winds up facing consequences from that so so yeah, it, well there's organizations out there called w, one is called w path and this is a a world organization that pretends it has all the scientific information when it comes to uh, transgenderism and all the rest of it and they have put out statements talking about that if, if you're the one who opposes uh, this kind of mutilation of young people, well, then you're the one who has the problem. You're the one who has the mental illness. It is, it is all completely backwards. And like I was talking yeah, I mean, about before the end of the last break, you know, we don't, let, we don't let kids under the age of 18 drink alcohol. We don't let kids have driver's licenses until they're 16. I know my daughter wasn't ready to drive a car until she was uh, over the age of 16. And, and to think that kids have the capacity to make these kind of life-altering decisions is just complete nonsense. But we get pummeled with it more and more on a daily basis. And it, it it's getting to the point to where it's getting out of control. Well, I mean, you were right on at the beginning of your show when you were talking about, it was about messaging. As somebody, just so you know, there's a massive echo on this phone. So you might be having problems with your callers about that, just so you know. But... Um, one of the problems is he had is I, I was on the left who converted to be ended up being a Trump voter, 
And really what they've done is they've perfected the single-issue voter, and that's what they've done. They've pinpointed, so they group people. So you have people like that. You have people that are like environmental nuts or people who are based everything on race. So they've managed to perfect that. So... It's just, it's just like I said, it's, it's messaging for them, and they've able to protect that because number one, our side, our side is so bad at messaging. So yeah, it's a shame. And Greg, uh, I'll thank you very much for the phone call, Greg, in Washington State. But uh, yeah, it, it's, it's amazing to me how consistently bad the Republicans are at getting the message out. There, there are so many people out there on the conservative side who are so good at messaging. Who uh, and all, all you have to do is is watch conservative television. Well, I don't know if there's really conservative, but and I was gonna, I was going to say Fox News, but all you have to do is watch Fox News. You get some good conservatives on there, and uh, look at and and just read some of. The, I've got a piece here by uh, Victor Davis Hanson, and uh, you talk about a guy that uh, that is excellent when it comes to writing and doing punditry on the right and all the rest of it. It is it is just fantastic, but uh, the it has always boggled my mind just how poor those of us on the right are uh, when it comes to getting the message out and comes to letting people know what we really stand for, and the, the politicians uh, have been very bad at it as well. Let's go to New York and say hi to Drake. Drake, how are you tonight? Uh, actually, lousy because. Because uh, things are going so crazy in this country. And I think uh, uh, a um, quote from Shakespeare is very, very appropriate. Okay. Okay. Let's hear it. Are you listening now? Listening? I might, okay. write, I might write this down. Okay. Quote. <laughs> okay. Illnesses desperate grown are by desperate appliance cured or not at all now would you agree with that or not yes or no well you know i was never very good at shakespeare so what uh, what play does that come from i i i don't know well drake come on man if you're gonna call this is a national show if you're gonna call yeah. up and you're gonna quote shakespeare and, and look, yeah. I don't know if that's Shakespeare. I'm not. I'm not that well. Like when I play Jeopardy, whenever the Shakespeare category comes up, I know I'm not going to win. But uh, if you're going to call up this show and you're going to quote Shakespeare, you got to have a little bit more on the ball than that. But I uh, well, thank you for the. Uh, I, I I thought you know coming from New York, I might get a better phone call than that. I don't know if I have time for. Uh, you know what? Let's uh, Danny. Let's do this. Let's get. Uh, let's get cut number. Uh, let Corinne Jean Pierre. Hey, where's my list? Here's my list. Here, uh, that is uh, that is cut number eight. Let's listen to Corinne Jean Pierre uh, talking about uh, Speaker McCarthy and uh, his plan for debt reduction and what she says it's going to mean for the American people. Cut number eight. Speaker McCarthy unveiled a ransom note holding our economy hostage. It's a 320-page plan to kill jobs fill our cities with smog, and give asthma to our children. The proposal would repeal the Inflation Reduction Act's green energy tax credit, sending thousands of jobs back to China. It would make it easier for oil companies to use toxic chemicals that cause severe burns, damage people's eyes, and quite literally melt bones. <laughs> <It's> what? 
That's it. That's Corinne John Pierce. Now, look, I guess at one time, and she was a regular contributor to MSNBC back in the day before she uh, became a, a diversity hire at the White House. And she ch- checks a lot of boxes. She's uh, she's gay. She's black. She's young. Uh, that kind of stuff, I guess, used to fly on MSNBC. But for the love of God, this is the White House press briefing room. And so she says that the proposal from Speaker McCarthy is going to give asthma to our children, fill the cities with dirty smog, make it easier for oil companies to use toxic chemicals. She's talking about severe burns damaging people's eyes and melting bones. So really melt bones. <laughs> you can't make that. I, and, hey, there have been many times when I thought Corinne Jean-Pierre went off the rails. But this one, it, uh, th- this is a whole new level of going off the rails. I mean, she, she, is, uh, she really is a train wreck just waiting to happen. And I don't know if that was a question that was put to her by Peter Ducey or who it was. But for hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. <laughs> For God's sake. <laughs> it's going to melt them. We're going to, now, now we have, I can't wait to see the TV commercial that they're going to make out of that, that the, uh, the Republican speaker wants to melt the bones of kids. Let's go to Ohio and talk to Dan. Dan, do you think do you think that Speaker McCarthy wants to melt the bones of kids? Uh, I really can't tell you that. Uh, I do, well, I do know that. I think you're in the majority. I uh, got a very concerning situation with this uh, WHO that Donald Trump decided to defund, and then Joe Biden wanted to jump right in and refund it. All right, we got about thirty May, seconds. They're going to dump in on us. And they're going to try to get this all passed, go through the 194 countries of America, not of America, of the world. And uh, we got, we have to uh, stand up and talk, speak to our congressmen and tell them that this WHO has got to go because they're, what they're trying to do is they're trying to take total control to the United Nations as, as their health organization and that they're going to impose, and it all, all comes down to the what what do you what do you say to all right well dan uh, first of all i say thanks for the phone call and uh yeah i i i think uh we should distance ourselves from the who and, uh, and we'll see what happens but uh, the biden administration well I, I think china's got a lot to do with what goes on with the who as well i don't know everything about it but Getting closer or getting away from it, probably not a bad idea. It is uh, time for a quick break. Let's go ahead and do that, and we will roll on throughout this Sunday night. It's Dan Carroll for Bill Cunningham, who is live with you every Sunday night. It's time for Woody Sander Ford's Bye Bye Winter Hello Spring event. Right now, the 2022 Ford Escape SE has 0% APR for... It is Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham. 
on this Sunday night and uh, coming up after the uh, the news at the uh, top of the hour. Uh, there's been a lot of great testimony that has come out uh, these uh, hearings in Washington led by Republicans. And one of the most revealing comments to me was made by the inspector general who uh, is charged with oversight of what is going on in Afghanistan. And what this man, uh, Mr. Sopko is his name, uh, talked about in front of this congressional committee, John Sopko, uh, what he had to say is, I think is just, it, it is very revealing about the way this administration conducts its business and just how non-serious they are about issues that they should be serious about. And you just wonder how some of these people get uh, com- get voted into office. Like uh, my next example here of uh, Congresswoman Rosa DeLora, who is talking about, of all things, crash test dummies. Now, how long have crash test dummies been around? And for a long time. They have served a great purpose. How much safer are cars today because of all the testing that gets done and the analysis on crash test dummies when they recommend to whatever they recommend to? But apparently there is some kind of sexism involved in crash test dummies, and Pete Buttigieg wants to do something about it. And here's a congresswoman. Rosa DeLauro talking about that. Danny, hit cut one. You also plan to make important investments to uh, address the roadway safety crisis, including the critical funding that would accelerate the development. And this is an area I've I've written to you about of the use of female uh, dummies in crash testing. This will start to fight the gender inequity among vehicle safety and crash victims. Do we really need female crash test dummies is is there any gender or sex distinction in crash test can't we just and we and we can pretend when it comes to adults or kids can't we just pretend that this crash test dummy is a female can't we just assign because that's what we're supposed to believe right now, isn't it? Aren't we supposed to believe that kids are assigned a sex at birth? Isn't that what we're supposed to believe? And if that's what happens, can't we just assign a sex to a crash dummy? Pete Buttigieg wants to spend $20 million. And he asked Congress for $20 million for his department to develop female crash test dummies. Went to the House Appropriations Subcommittee Thursday to discuss his budget. And there was uh, Rosa DeLauro. Very happy that that we're going to finally take care of this inequity. Oh, it's just terrible out there. I can save you a lot of money. A lot of money. 
just have them identify as female. They, they, it works for humans. Why can't it work for for crash test dummies? You know, we've got schools where uh, some dude can walk into a girl's shower room. Uh, this happened in Wisconsin. And you can have dudes who uh, claim they're a woman walk into the girls' locker room and start taking a shower. This was at the Sun Prairie East High School. And according to a letter sent uh, to the uh, to the district, four freshman girls uh, at the high school participated in a swim unit as part of their physical education class. After the class, the girls went to the locker room, took a shower to change for class. When they walked in, they noticed a senior male student in the area, and uh, the male was 18 at the time. According to the girls, this student was not in the PE class, but the student identified as transgender and had every right to be in there with the girls. And uh, so they're in the shower. He's in the shower. Whipping his junk out. And uh, they uh, they see he was initially turned towards the wall, but eventually turned and fully exposed his male genitalia. To the four girls. Understandably, the girls were caught off guard and shot. They closed their eyes, tried to hurry up, and leave the shower as quickly as possible. That's just fantastic. So we can have these dudes in real life go in there, identify as female. It should be good enough for the crash test dummies. They tell. <laughs> I know I'm a little nutty when it comes to thinking that way. But that's just the way my mind works. Coming up after the uh, top of the hour, we'll get into what the inspector general said. The Seagar, he's called, as uh, they try to keep tabs on what's happening in Afghanistan. And to my way of thinking, it was some of the most important testimony that we heard during the course of the week. You are listening to the Sunday Night Show. I'm Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham, live with you every Sunday night. When's the last? Willie. Brought to you by Choice Hotels. Econo Lodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only Bill Cunningham. And the one and only Bill Cunningham is taking the night off tonight. My name is Dan Carroll, and I am substituting for Bill Cunningham tonight. I'm glad to be here, and I am glad you are here as well. The number to call is 866 647 seven three three seven and uh, appreciate uh, all you listening tonight and i appreciate being on 415 radio stations across the country 
Uh, for a guy like me, that is a, a huge, huge deal. And I am very glad to be here. And I thank you for listening and for picking up the phone and calling in. Before we get into the next segment, let's, uh, let's rip through a couple of phone calls here. And, uh, Edward in Chicago has been on hold for a while. Uh, Edward, everything peaceful in Chicago tonight? Do we have any more of the, the teenage mobs out there attacking innocent people? Any, any of that going well, on right now? Here's, here's the thing. I was actually this weekend, because I have a sign in front of my house. I live in a police fire neighborhood, and uh, even though that's the case, I uh, hope to be relocating to Tampa in May. Good idea. Yeah. But uh, speaking of young people, I'm afraid that Republicans are going to have a hard time getting young people when they don't even want to get driver's license. They don't have a girlfriend. They're living with mom and dad. So we have created a dependency of young people, and this was gasoline after COVID. Well, I, I agree. There's a, there's a problem with the dependency, and that is something that Democrats have been working on perfecting for a long, long time now. You go all the way back to, at least I do, uh, all the way back to Lyndon Baines Johnson and what he said about uh, getting a certain minority group to vote for them for the next 500 years. But uh, when it comes to young people, uh, what is it about leadership offered by Joe Biden and Janet Yellen and Tony Blinken and all these other old white people that uh, makes them so appealing to uh, to young kids. Can you tell me what that is? Probably nothing, because they're obviously not listening to the radio and they're on social media. Yeah, it, uh, it goes back to what I said. If Joe Biden really got 81 million votes, then uh, there would have been documentaries done <clears throat> there would have been movies made. There would have been books written. There would be uh, graduate-level classes in colleges studying the, the greatest campaign in, uh, in American political history. And because that is the most votes that anyone ever got. 81 million. If he really got 81 million votes, all that would have happened. But none of that has happened. And to me, that says a lot. Let's go to Virginia and say hello to James. And James... Welcome to the show. How are you tonight? How's everything in Virginia? Well, everything's probably probably pretty good compared to the rest of the country, maybe. Well, I just drove through. Well, I just drove drove through the Commonwealth of Virginia last week, and everything seemed fine. Yeah, I think we're uh, we're better off with uh, the Lord than a lot of the country. Um, I, I will say this: um, this is biblical times, and. Um, the more we realize that what that gentleman said earlier about kicking God out of our country, uh, there there was an e there was a USA eclipse on August 21, 2017, and that's only happened before a USA eclipse only in the, on in the world. It was 1776. Was that did that ever happen before that when our country was formed? So that's that's considered I, my understanding is God's judgment. And he's been kicked out of the country, and now he's looking to judge us on what, how we are with our sins uh, at this time. And it looks like we, don't, we, we are a country of a lot of sins that have been forgiven by the Lord because he protected us from, from the devil on the earth here with his hedge of protection. And it looks like we don't have that protection anymore too much, Dan. Yeah. So, 
so we're getting pummeled. <laughs> yeah. Jay, it, 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 it all seems it all seems to come in waves, doesn't it? And so it, uh, yeah, I mean, it, 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 there you can look at a lot of the stuff that's happening right now, and it's easy to make, I think, the case that we are in end times. And uh, well, we'll just pray that uh, that God takes mercy on us. And let's get one more in here. And uh, Vicky says she's got a quick comment. Uh, Vicky in Knoxville, Tennessee, welcome to the show. How are you tonight? I'm doing very well, Dan. How are you? I'm good, Vicky. It's great to talk to you. Well, thank you. It's good to talk to you. Um, I wanted to comment on something that you said. You opened the show. Um, you were talking about the pride uh, rate and the people who and sort of behavior. And you made a comment that I take issue with for sure, and I think thousands of your listeners out there probably you said flat out nobody well vicky we lost your phone it was breaking up and uh, it sounded like you were going to make a good point but i can't remember what it was all right uh this is a story i want to talk about because to me i think this is very revealing and you have the government watchdog who's in charge of afghanistan talk to the uh congressional committee this uh i believe i want to say it was on wednesday and so this is called the Seagar, which is his name is John Sopko. He's a special inspector general for Afghanistan reconstruction. So that acronym turns out to Seagar, S-I-G-A-R. And he's been talking to, uh, to lawmakers because, uh, well, they, the House uh, Committee on Oversight and Accountability has oversight for, for what he does. And he's talking about the work that he's trying to do in Afghanistan. And this is something I've been talking about for a long time because you think about all the billions and billions and billions of dollars that we have sent to Afghanistan. And is there any accountability at all? And this is the guy who tries to have some accountability for that. It is his job to go in there and figure out where all the money goes. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And I've seen story after story after story about all these higher-ups in Ukraine. Not, 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 well, Ukraine is a different story. But when it comes to Afghanistan, at least we have someone that's doing that. And, and I, I misspoke a, a second ago. I'm talking about the billions that goes to Ukraine, and we don't have any accountability for what goes on there. But this is Afghanistan. And you would think that, uh, yeah, it's a good idea if we're sending money there that uh, we should know what goes on because, well, you know, we've partnered with the Taliban. I don't think that's a great idea. And when it comes to the Taliban, well, it seems like they're... Uh, fat and happy with a lot of our money. Let's hear cut number four. Unfortunately, as I sit here today, I cannot assure this committee or the American taxpayer we are not currently funding the Taliban. Not currently funding. He can't really say that with uh, with any assured. And that is his job is to know. But again, he's not getting much help from the State Department. A testimony to the House Oversight Committee and Accountability, uh, Sopko warned that Taliban is likely pilfering funds. 
meant to assist the people of Afghanistan. That money includes $2 billion, about 60% that is supposed to be food aid, as well as health care and agriculture for the, uh, for, the, for the people of Afghanistan. Doesn't, he said he, does, he doesn't see a lot of uh, Taliban fighters who look like uh, they're starving. He says, I don't see a lot of starving Taliban fighters on TV. They all seem to be fat and dumb and happy. But he does see a lot of starving Afghan children on TV. And I want you to listen to this next cut. Because to me, this was the most revealing of the testimony that he had that day. So just give me about a minute and a half here. And pay attention to this cut from John Sopko who was the Seagar, the Inspector General, of what's going on in Afghanistan. Danny, hit that cut. Cut number six. Oh, no, no, I'm That's- sorry. Number five. Cut number five. The lack of cooperation by state, and I'm not talking about the IGs. I'm talking about the Department of State and, to a lesser extent, USAID, is unprecedented in the nearly 12 years that I have been the Seagar. And, and it, I will, must add, in the two decades that I did congressional oversight, both in the Senate and the House, due to this refusal to fully cooperate, a significant portion of SIGAR's work, including the, two report, the five reports we did for this committee, have been hindered and delayed. So in conclusion, we need your help to stop this obfuscation and delay by the Department of State and, to some extent, USAID. As I'm sure my fellow inspectors general would agree, we cannot abide a situation in which agencies are allowed to pick and choose what what information an IG gets, or who an IG can interview, or what an IG may report on. If permitted to continue, it will end SIGAR's work in Afghanistan, but also Congress's access to independent and credible oversight of any administration. That, to me, sounds like a flat-out warning. Lack of cooperation unprecedented in the 12 years that he's been doing this, which, to my way of thinking, takes it all the way through the Trump administration and beyond. Unprecedented uncooperation. It's pretty serious stuff. It's kind of stuff that doesn't get reported on in the media a lot, or at all, in most cases. But it gives you great insight to the way this administration is very unserious about what should be very serious business. We'll have some phone calls next as the Sunday night show rolls on. I'm Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham. It was live with you every Sunday night. JeffWeilerHonda.com They'll challenge your authority because that's what kids do. But this car is your territory. And in here, your word is law. So when you say you won't move until everyone's buckled up, you won't budge an inch until you hear that click. Never give up until they buckle up. A message from the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration and the Ad Council. For more information, visit safercar.gov slash kids buckle up. You had a solid retirement dream, sell your... 
And what do I want to talk about next? Well, you know what? Let's go to a couple phone calls. Let's do that. Janice is in New Orleans and has a has a book. Hello, Mr. Carroll. Hi, Janice. You have a book you want to recommend, huh? Yes, sir. What do you have? Um, I can hear myself. It's strange. I don't know. Do I sound okay to you? No, you sound fine to me. I don't know what's going on with the telephones on the other end, though. No, I mean... I don't know. I guess it's so. I don't know. Danny Gleason says it's the Northern oh. Lights. We're getting the uh, the Aurora Borealis right <laughs> I now. I don't know. Anyway, no, what it is, uh, before you were talking about um, the trans situation. Ah, it's terrible. Things, terrible right now. How, how things are escalating in our country and everything now, the faster pace and everything. And there's a book that uh, a man wrote that helps people to understand. I read the book from cover to cover. And it explains how we got to where we are at this point in time in Western civilization. The name of the book is The Return of the Gods by Jonathan Kahn. All right. He is a rabbi. And I started reading that book, and I could not put it down. It's fascinating. The Return of the Gods. The Return of the Gods. I'm going to look it up. Okay, it's on the, the way I read it, which was a good way to read it. I put the Kindle app on my phone there, and I got the Kindle version, you know. Oh, you know, good I for the you. Kindle version of it, it worked out real good. I like, the, I, like the, I like the book version myself. Well, they do have that, too. They do have, uh, I think they do offer the hardback as well, if you want to get that. But it's a fascinating, it's really a fascinating read, I have to say that, sir. And I'm enjoying you. And uh, I hope you have uh, a good night. Well, Janice, you have a great night yourself, and thank you very much for that recommendation, and I will check it out when I get a chance. Let's go to uh, Richmond, Virginia, and say hello to Jill. Jill, how are you tonight? Hello. I think what we need to do in this country is to abolish public education. I'm serious. I I mean it. I don't don't think that's going to happen. Uh, Well, it should happen. I think they got I th- rid of the established church in the, in Virginia. We could get rid of an establishment of education. Well, I think that I probably I'll tell you what, Jill. I appreciate that sentiment, but I don't think it's going to. I would. What I would like to see is a lot less centralized control over public schools, and I would like to see local school boards uh, be able to call the shots, and 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 they, and they do to a certain extent. But uh, getting the Department of Education out of the out of the uh, the business out of the loop, I don't think that would be a bad uh, bad thing at all. Uh, let's see, it's, it's uh, got a break coming up here. Let's let's get Chris in Westchester. In Chris, you're you're back on the air, Chris. Chris in Westchester, how are you tonight? Well, you know, buddy, I just want to say just a couple of brief things. I know you got a break coming up. Got a break coming First up. First of all, I got a way better quote than Shakespeare. <laughs> okay. Stupid is as stupid does. And it comes from the great philosopher Forrest Gump. Forrest Gump. That's a good one. Is it okay. isn't that what I his, mean that, that's more that's more well it's more relevant isn't to that, our situation. Isn't now that what his mama else. always said? Stupid is as stupid does? That's right. And and the other thing, that this 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 bimbo from where what state is she from? Is she, was she a crash test dummy at some time? Did she not realize that they're actually are female crash test dummies. Hey, and guess what? They actually have little baby ones, too, and teenagers and children, toddlers. 
And you know what? They actually have pet ones now that they've been doing for about 20 years. So obviously... He hasn't been outside very much. That's Rosa. Yeah, that, very that's much. Rosa Delora. But the, you know, it's Pete Buttigieg. Pete Buttigieg says he needs twenty million dollars to uh, to make uh, female crash test dummies. I, I don't but know. They, but that, and that, and see, that's just. I wonder if somebody's actually going to fact check it because they actually have female crashes. They've they've had those now for thirty something years. Uh, well, because they do realize that a female body reacts differently in a crash than a male body. Well, according to Pete Buttigieg, he needs twenty million dollars. So that's all. <laughs> that's I mean, look. See, the problem with that though, no, see Dan, the problem with that is the next day he might want to be a basketball. See, <laughs> I don't. Know. How much is how much is left of a crash test dummy after they after they go to through the crash? Well, actually, quite a bit. These, these things, they, they, some of these crash test dummies, depending on the sensors they have them, they cost anywhere to sixty to seventy thousand dollars a piece to make. Can, can they? Depending on the they sensors be, they've they got in, in them and all the all the things they want to study. Can they be in? Can they be in multiple you know, you, crashes? I'm pretty sure you could go get a mannequin and stick a couple of sensors on it. You'd have the same thing. <laughs> I think mean, look, look, it's only twenty million dollars. What's a big deal? Exactly. Million. I mean, it doesn't drop in the bucket. I mean, what that, that wouldn't even cover the tip for our debt. But for crying out loud, we're talking about inanimate objects, and somehow we're supposed to believe that there's uh, <laughs> some sexual in- inequity that's going on when it comes to testing uh, vehicles and, and how well they perform during crashes. Unbelievable. I want to know what's going to happen, Darren, when Chat GPT decides to re-identify itself. Uh, that's the uh, that's the AI stuff, right? Yeah. I, what, yeah. What's going to happen when AI decides? You know what? I want to be BI today. I don't know. Yeah, I saw a video. <laughs> I saw a video of what I guess is supposed to be an AI dentist, and it, and it was a robot with a drill on the end. And there was it, and, and first I thought it was a real person, but it was a fake person with their mouth open. And this robot has a drill on the end, and it's 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 artificial intelligence, and it's an artificial. No way, it's an yeah. a, it's an AI dentist. <laughs> and I and I said, you know what? I, I will let every tooth in my head rot out before I sit for an AI dent. I'm not doing it. I'm not buying. No, exactly. I'm not buying an electric and car, and I'm not going to an AI dentist. I'm not doing it. Well, the problem is they're just putting too much trust in this stuff too soon. None of it's being tested. None of it's really being vetted. You know, they they, they want all this solar and wind and all these. Hey, they want all of this stuff. We talked about it earlier. How they want they get, they want Starcraft today, but but it's just not going to happen. Well, Chris, that music means we got to run. Thank you very much for the phone call, and we will continue on. As we plow through the bottom of the hour and go on until 1 o'clock this morning, at least in the time zone I'm in. It is the Sunday Night Show. I'm Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham, who's live with you every Sunday night. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. An American Airlines flight out of Columbus strikes a bird, causing a wing fire. With the 1130 report, I'm Sean McCormick. Breaking now, an American Airlines flight out of Columbus headed toward Phoenix on Sunday had to turn back before taking off. The crew reporting a possible bird strike, which caused the plane's wing to catch fire and the plane returning. Marnie Kalistad was sitting in the last row and saw the engine catch fire. We circled around and that's when 
uh, many people started crying and going into tears because we just didn't know if we were going to make it or not. Frankly, it was terrifying. The FAA is reporting wildlife strikes continue to rise. The data showing more than 17,000 bird plane incidents uh, last year. Now, the latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News. Overnight, there will be a freeze warning, or there is a freeze warning, and it goes into effect at 4 a.m. until 9 a.m. Clear skies, a low of 32. Then our rest of our Monday, a mix of clouds and sun, a high of 55. Fair skies overnight Monday and a low of 33. The radar is clear. It's currently 44 degrees. Lots of highway work beginning this week. On I-74 from Dry Fork to just west of Hamilton Cleves, look for single lane closures at night this coming week. That also applies to 275 between 74 and Kilby Road. Also make a note for Tuesday, the Dry Fork entrance ramp to eastbound 74 and the westbound 74 exit to Dry Fork going to close at 10 o'clock Tuesday night. That work should be done by Wednesday morning. I'm Jack Crumley, News Radio 700 WLW. The Reds' bats continue to sleep during the games, and that wasted a top-notch pitching performance by Hunter Green against the Pirates Sunday. Green pitched six innings, six strikeouts, and gave up just one run. That usually means you're going to be winning. The Pirates blanking the Reds 2 to nothing and completing a four-game sweep. The Reds have gone six games without hitting a home run. Monday at GABP, the Texas Rangers are in town to face the Reds. Nick Lodolo pitching for the Reds. Our coverage will begin at 5.40 p.m. with the inside pitch. Our next update is at 12 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700, WLW. Pray.com's Meditative Prayers podcast is the best way to bring God's perfect peace into your night. Each meditative prayer... Sunday night show rolls on. It is Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham, who was taking the night off. And uh, I was just uh, talking to uh, my producer, Danny Gleason, there. And I uh, wanted to have cuts number nine ready to go. And uh, what's the other one I wanted? Uh, let's see. Let's see. Uh, cut number seven will be uh, towards the end and then uh, the end of the segment. And I thought I had one more in there. But, uh, oh, well, it doesn't matter. Uh, great piece. Uh, one of the best things I read today <clears throat> was in the New York Post. And a uh, piece written by, let me find the, Michael uh, Michael Goodwin. And he talks about Biden's corrupt web unraveling before our eyes. And he's talking about the evidence and the allegations about the, the, the Biden family and the money-making schemes. And, and all these uh, this testimony that is coming out in front of the uh, House of Representatives now that they control the House. And the hearings have just been, they've been fantastic. And I'm very happy to see Republicans who are. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Doing what we expect them to do. Because none of this uh, would be happening if Democrats still had control of the House. Uh, let's see. We, we had a lot of uh, testimony 
Uh, we talked about uh, the breakthroughs include testimony showing how a group of retired intelligence officials influenced the outcome of the 2020 presidential election. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine that? Uh, people just goofing around with the election like that. How could something like that happen? Well, it's because of these liberal Democrats who make this happen. Uh, there's claims from an IRS whistleblower that federal law enforcement giving favored treatment to Biden's son uh, in the uh, uh, long-running probe that Attorney General Merrick Garland lied to Congress about the case. Uh, Mr. Goodwin writes that these implications and developments are enormous. While there's still much to be learned, it's possible the investigators are on the cusp of revealing one of the largest scandals in American history, the probers believe the president participated in and profited from the corrupt influence peddling schemes while he was vice president. The arrows all point that direction. James Comer of Kentucky, head of the Oversight and Reform Panel, producing bank records that show millions of dollars from China being divvied up among as many as nine Biden family members. In response, the president emerged from hiding to say that, well, it's not true without directly refuting the evidence collected by banks and now subpoenaed by Congress. You've got the two Ohio Republicans, Jim Jordan, head of the Judiciary Committee, and Mike Turner, head of intelligence, uh, testify that Tony Blinken, or they had the former deputy CIA director testify that Tony Blinken, who was then a Joe Biden campaign advisor and now Secretary of State, uh, helped provoke the infamous 2020 letter signed by 51 former intelligence officials. The witness is Mike Morelli, or Mike Mor- uh, Mike Morell, I should say, said he helped organize the letter after Blinken called him about the post-initial laptop stories and later sent the letter to Blinken because he wanted Biden to win. The letter falsely suggests that the Post stories were a form of Russian disinformation. And it was a few days before the 2020 election when Anthony Blinken uh, made this statement uh, proving what a liar and a chiseler he really is. So, uh, Danny, this is cut number nine. Let's hit that. Uh, Political coercion uh, is running rampant in the department. Efforts to root out so-called deep staters. Uh, efforts to find alleged opponents of the president uh, and to kick them out. Um, and this has created um, a, a terrible climate within the department. Uh, it's, again, when it comes to the challenges posed by uh, by Russia, you, you kind of have to start with um, making sure that you're actually standing up to and confronting Mr. Putin, not embracing him in ways that are still inexplicable, as we've seen under um, uh, under President Trump. Uh, and it's... Um, it really is inexplicable, and maybe one day we'll, we'll, we'll finally understand this. But whether it's standing on the world stage next to Vladimir Putin and saying, in effect, you take his word over that of our own intelligence services about Russian interference in our elections, or whether it's getting a report in the morning uh, on your desk in the Oval Office about Russia putting bounties on the heads of American forces in Afghanistan uh, and then doing nothing about it, speaking on the phone to, to, to Putin at least six times after getting that report and not even raising it 
even inviting him to the United States. Um, again, very hard to understand what is going on here. It, what is easy to understand is uh, that's not uh, what Joe Biden as president uh, would do. So very hard to understand what's going on here. No, it's not. When he said that, he knew full well that the Biden laptop was legitimate. He knew. And yet there he is accusing Trump of being in cahoots with Vladimir Putin, which he knew to be completely false. And this is the this and he this guy was working for the Biden campaign. This is what this is. This is unbelievably revealing of the character of this guy. It really is. And this is the guy who runs the State Department. And we heard earlier from the Seagar, the guy who's in charge of overseeing Afghanistan and all the money that's being spent there, talking about the lack of cooperation from State Department, which is this guy, Anthony Blinken. And there he is flat out lying days before the election to do what? To influence the election. And how many times have we heard that that sort of thing is not supposed to happen? Absolutely unbelievable. It is It is literally one scandal, one crisis after another. And uh, this piece in the New York Post, uh, written by Michael Goodwin, is absolutely fantastic. Another piece of uh, audio I want to play for you here. And uh, I'll tell you what, we'll get to that one after the after the next break. Because it, uh, it runs a couple of minutes. In the meantime, uh, let's go to John in Virginia. And uh, another call from Virginia tonight. And John, how are you doing? Good. Proud to be from Virginia and giving you a call, Dan. Hey, um, I've been paying attention to the news about the Biden administration uh, having new border policies. Oh. And uh, I have a theory about that. All right. I think what what they're going to do is um, say that they've got policies and then say they can't implement them because the Republicans aren't giving them the money to do the job. <laughs> you know, it, and, when it comes uh, to the border, be, when it comes to the border with this group, it is it is literally one lie after another. It really is. It is it is beyond disgusting. And speaking of lying about the border, uh, you remind me, uh, Danny, let's get cut number 10 ready to go. Kamala Harris was uh, doing an interview the other day, and, and of course, she one of the first jobs she ever had was to be in charge of what's happening at the border. And here she is the, telling some, uh, well, some things that are really not all that truthful about what's happening at the border. Cut number 10. In less than three weeks, uh, Title 42 will expire, and already there is reports that there is thousands of migrants waiting at the border. We also have reports that the CBP-1 app is not working. And according to the U.S. Customs, they are expecting at least 10,000 migrants every day at the border. How are you getting ready for that? So you probably know that under the prior administration, they essentially dismantled the system. That's a complete lie. And broke it. 
and we have been since we came in office attempting to fix it in a number of ways which includes mm -hmm. more judges more personnel oh, right, making yeah. sure that we secure the border but that we have also an immigration system that is fair and when, humane. when did you secure the border kamala and when we think about the lifting of title 42 that priority is going to continue mm, yeah right yeah so uh, that is a complete and total lie and how do I know that? Because I've talked to the man who was in charge of the border under the Trump administration, Tom Homan. And he can tell you flat out that everything this administration says is a complete and total lie. So on one hand, they want to blame the Trump administration for the border being broken. And then on the other hand, they want to blame uh, the Congress for not taking action when it comes to the border. And in the meantime, millions and millions and millions of illegals come into the country. They're uh, given a, uh, as Bill Cunningham likes to say, a Texas El Paso to go wherever they want and wreak havoc on the United States of America. John, what say you? I say, why don't we just call them the Communist Democrat Party? That's what they are. Well, that's the problem. It's not <coughs> Biden. Biden controls. No, Biden has no idea what's going on. He's, he's totally clueless when it comes to the border. But they have been spinning, and, uh, and John, I'll thank you very much for the phone call. They have been spinning this narrative from day one of this administration. And in the meantime, the bodies pile up. The body, I just read a story today where there were a couple of teenagers killed in a gang shootout, a, a cartel shootout that happened in a, a town right along the, uh, the American-Mexican border. And it goes on and on and on. And this administration's not doing a damn thing about it because they want to get them all in here, get them driver's licenses, and get them to the polls. And that's the name of that tune. Time for a break. We'll go ahead and take it now. Hit some more phone calls on the other side. It's Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham, who is live with you every Sunday night. What do fans of country music and exclusive deals? Very, very happy to be here. And happy you are here as well. A couple of great guests coming up. After the news at the uh, top of the hour, one is a, a guest you've heard on with Bill uh, probably many times, Scott Powell, who's a terrific author and a writer, entrepreneur, and uh, always has uh, great insight in what's happening in the country. And then uh, my buddy Daniel Turner, who is on Fox News all the time, Newsmax, and he's on radio stations across the country as well. So uh, a couple of great guests, and I certainly hope you can uh, hang around and uh, and stay tuned to them. Uh, some phone calls to get to, but uh, a couple of more sound bites before we uh, before we get to the uh, the phone calls. And I was talking about the piece in the New York Post that was written by Michael Goodwin, and he talks about the letter that Blinken sent out and created by again the Biden campaign and sent the letter out to uh, have these uh, former uh, security or intelligence officials write this letter to suggest that the Biden laptop, the Hunter Biden laptop, was Russian disinformation. And we heard from Anthony Blinken before the election lie to the American people about the truth of that. Well, guess who else lied about it? Biden did during a debate with Trump. And here's that cut, cut number three, hit that. It is closely. Let me ask them. Follow me, please respond, if and then we're going to have follow-up questions. This true about Russia, Ukraine, China, other countries, Iraq. If this is true, 
then he's a corrupt politician. Right. So don't give me the stuff about how you're this innocent baby. Joe, they're calling you a corrupt politician. Nobody. Hey, President Trump, I want to stay hell. on the issue of race. We're talking about the issue. from hell. President Trump, Nobody. we're talking about race right now, and I do want to stay on the issue of race. President Trump, you I have just... to respond to that. Please. Because look, Very there are 50 former national intelligence folks oh, yeah. who said 50, that what no, this sure. he's accusing me of is a Russian plant. Mm -hmm. They have said that this is has all the care. Four, five former heads of the CIA, both parties, say what he's saying is a bunch of garbage. Mm. Nobody believes it except the, his and his good friend Rudy Gianni. You mean the laptop is now another Russia, Russia, Russia hoax? And that's exactly it. what. Is this that's where exactly you're going? what. This is going. where he's going. The laptop that, right. is Russia, yes. Russia, Russia. I want to stay on the issue of race. You okay? have to be kidding. Here Mr. we go President? again with Russia. So one guy in that debate was ahead of the curve on this. And that guy was Donald Trump. The other guy was flat out lying to the American people. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. <laughs> The Chumba Life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. And that guy is Joe Biden. Uh, one other piece of video audio I want to get to very quickly here. And uh, across the country, in, in different states, and it's going to happen here in Ohio. It just happened in Kentucky. Uh, New Hampshire is another one where they had a, uh, a big crowd of uh, protesters and demonstrators show up at a hearing on uh, parental rights versus LGBTQ uh, and uh, the transitioning and all the rest of it. And there was a, a young lady uh, from Lowell, Massachusetts, who stood up and testified in front of the lawmakers there. And I just want you to hear her story about what happened to her as uh, she attempted to transition and where she is now. And uh, Danny, let's hit that cut number seven. I'm a detransitioner and I live in Lowell, but I work, worship and do business in Nashua. And so I'm an active community member of the 603 and I'm here in support of SB 272 today. So like many children and teens today, I identified myself as transgender for years. And when I started to feel confused and ashamed about my developing body, I asked everyone in my life to call me by a new name and use male pronouns to refer to me. So in other words, I went through a social transition from female to male. Everyone in my life immediately affirmed my new identity, either out of full support for it or just to stay neutral and not cause any issues. But the constant affirmation, both active and passive, solidified me in my transgender identity. No one meant to lock me into an identity that would later leave me broken, ashamed, and more confused than before. They were really all just being nice. But the social transition eventually wasn't enough, and I soon felt I needed to take testosterone. And when that wasn't enough, I had a double mastectomy. And when that still wasn't enough, I had a total hysterectomy, including the removal of my uterus, cervix, fallopian tubes, and both ovaries. There's no point of contentment during a gender transition. We get fleeting moments of euphoria, but ultimately one step leads straight into the next. And I thought that in the end I could really become a man, but all I became was a mutilated and abused version of my old self. Social transition is a big deal and we're lying when we say that any of this is reversible. 
This is a big decision with lifelong consequences and New Hampshire doesn't even require that parents be involved. If the roles of mother and father don't include authority over the emotional, social, and physical future of their children, the roles no longer mean anything. Like me, transgender identifying youth have a high risk for depression. The Trevor Project, which is an LGBT advocacy group, reports that 45% of LGBT teens have seriously considered attempting suicide in the past year. More than half of that number is transgender identifying youth. Teachers and school administrators are mandated reporters, and if a child suspected to be four times more likely to attempt suicide than the other students his age, his parents have a right to know, and SB 272 will ensure that parents are notified if their children are identifying with a high-risk community and will allow the parents to decide the next best step for their child. Please vote in support of SB 272, and I'm happy to take any questions. And there you go. How powerful is that testimony from Katie Lennon? Telling that poignant story, who thought uh, in one time, in one time thought that oh yeah, t- taking the drugs that'll solve my problems. Having surgery, mutilating my body, that's going to solve my problems. Didn't solve anything. All it did was the phrase that that she used: mutilated and abused version of myself. And yet, that's the way this administration wants you to roll. Just remember that the next time you hear someone trying to make an argument that kids know what's best. A couple of great guests coming up after the uh, the top of the hour. You want to hang around for that. Scott Powell and Daniel Turner on the Sunday night show. Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham, who is with you every Sunday night. If you're young and healthy, term life insurance should be quick and painless. In fact, if you're 40 years old and in great health, $1 million of term insurance could cost less than 30 bucks a month with no exam and could be issued the same day. But if you aren't a perfect specimen, that's where choosing the right insurance agent could save you thousands of dollars on your premium. If you're overweight or have health issues that come with getting older, you need to call Big Lou. Big Lou has the same issues as you and still knows how to get you quick and painless coverage if you have a few extra pounds have diabetes, or stop breathing a few times per night. In fact, many 40-year-old clients can still get coverage without an exam and up to $1 million of coverage for less than 100 bucks per month. Call Big Lou today to see how quick and painless life insurance can be at 800-792-0051. Remember, Big Lou's like you. He's on meds, too. Call 800-792-0051. That's 800-792-0051 or BigLou.com. In this market, you'll find Fisher Investments is different than other money managers. Choice Hotels. Econolodge and Roadway Inn Hotels are serving up double points for every qualifying stay. Book at choicehotels.com. Now, here's the man who's been recognized as radio's best. The recipient of not one, but two prestigious Marconi Awards for his broadcast excellence. The one and only, Bill Cunningham. Welcome back to another hour of Bill Cunningham Show. Hi, everyone. I'm Dan Carroll. In for the great American tonight, Bill Cunningham. And it is uh, my pleasure to sit in for Bill and 
uh, once again, I, I talked about it earlier, but I can't express how grateful I am that Bill allowed me to come in and sit in this seat. And I'm also grateful that we have one of the, not just a great guest on my show, but a guy who's been a great guest on the Bill Cunningham show and a guest of many of the other talk show hosts at this radio station. And not just here, but really all around the country. And uh, we welcome in uh, author, uh, writer, and uh, I call him a historian. And uh, that is our good friend, Scott Powell. And Scott Powell, how are you today? I'm very well. It's a very, very gracious introduction. Glad to be with your audience. Well, I appreciate it. And, and I guess, I, I it, is it fair to call you a, a historian? Because we talk so much. You always write, and one of my favorite things about you, is that you always write these pieces on different holidays that we have. And you talk about the importance of these holidays and why we need to uh recognize these different holidays that we have here in america and respect them and and we should be taking the time i think to learn a little bit more about america and what these holidays mean other than just and then look there's nothing wrong with having a barbecue uh having uh throwing back a couple of hot dogs and some beers and a burger and listening to the game on the radio but uh, when these different holidays roll around i think it's good to take a little bit of time and figure out what they mean and and why these things uh should continue to be meaningful for American life. Oh, I agree. You know, I, I, I reluctantly wrote that book. I had written these columns starting around, oh, nine, nine or ten years ago, where I had a few editors around the country that asked me to write a column on an upcoming holiday because they didn't, they didn't have that base covered, and they knew that they, they'd like to run an article. So I took it very seriously. I researched the holiday, the history behind the holiday, and what I discovered was an amazing, amazing uh, – backstories, if you will. And so I wrote these articles that, that were very well received. And after I'd sort of, and when I realized they were easy to, easy to get them republished, I thought, well, why don't I keep writing holiday articles? So four years later, I had written on all the holidays, every single holiday. I even, I even put Constitution Day in there because it's such an important day that no one ever thinks of as a holiday, but there is actually a national observance holiday known as Constitution Day. And then I had, I had listener readers at that time that said, hey, you got to write the book, Scott. you got to write the book. And I said, you know, I've got to take care of my family. i got to put food on the table. There's no money in writing books. And I just don't have time. Well, after Thanksgiving of 2019, uh, I was called. I call it a voice, call it something internally to me, that I needed to write that book. And I had no idea that we're, what we were in for was the whole COVID-19 you know, really the, 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 the hoax of the whole thing that took away our freedom and allowed, you know, the, the, the craziness that just unfolded in the spring and summer of that year and taking down our statues and disparaging our history. And then I realized, yeah, I was called to write this book because this is the antidote to all this craziness. It really explains the virtues of American history and why things happen the way they did. We're not a perfect country. No country is. But uh, we we uh, we have a remarkable history, and we have a remarkable foundation in the Declaration and the Constitution that people tend to underappreciate. So I, I weave that into all my thinking, uh, and I'm sure I will tonight. Yeah, you know, and you recently wrote a piece uh, talking about the importance of integrity in elections, and and that's that's another thing that I love about you because I know you get very animated when we talk about that particular subject. But I want to talk about some of the items that are in the news today and then bring that around to how that relates to the piece you wrote. And we wake up, and, and the th one of the things that you and I have talked about on 
many different occasions is the regular crises that uh, this administration seems to find itself in. You know, I have those shows on Wednesdays and Thursday nights, and I call it the midweek crisis. And that's a, a tip of the cap to the Biden administration. As we constantly find ourselves, we have a border crisis. We have, uh, it seems we have a constitutional crisis uh, day in and day out. We have uh, brand new crises with all these hearings that are going on on Capitol Hill. And we're finding out things about the military. We're finding out things about the State Department. We're finding out all these kind of different things going on. We wake up this morning. Uh, to find out that uh, their war fighting is breaking out in Sudan. And in the overnight hours, we had to call in the special forces and evacuate 100 Americans. There's more Americans now who are trapped in Sudan with all this fighting going on. And, Scott Powell, I wouldn't suggest that this administration is responsible for what's going on in Sudan. But it just seems like, once again, we find ourselves with Americans in peril, Maybe that probably didn't have to happen, but it seems as if this foreign policy is foreign policy that is behind the curve, and we can't be proactive in any sort of way. We have to be reactive, and to my way of thinking, it's just not a good look for the United States of America. It's never a good look when you're forced to evacuate. When you're forced to really, it's a retreat, right? So we have a presence in most countries around the world. We have embassies or, or consulates in the small countries and and they serve you know a positive beneficial purpose but i fear that what's happened under the biden administration is that many countries have lost respect for the united states <clears throat> and they've lost respect for a whole host of reasons they perceive us as a weak country they perceive us as an immoral country now because of the craziness of of accepting <clears throat> All these agendas, the the transgender, the the drag queen story that permeates the news. This is getting out. We, I believe, the Biden administration asked all of its embassies to fly the rainbow flag next to the American flag. The rainbow flag, of course, celebrates LBGTQ rights. Correct? Yeah, it's now, a, you know, all that stuff. Sure, it's in, in, and it's in Muslim countries. That agenda is uh, becoming more important than the other that's, agenda. That's a slap in their face. They, they don't go along with that, and they think, what, what's America? What, what's become of America? And every American is also asking the same question, actually, right now. So, um, <clears throat> but if we get back to the election, you know, I think that we all just tend to underappreciate and even forget how fortunate we are to have been born and, <clears throat> or become U.S. citizens you know, we're the only country in, in history that was specifically founded on the recognition and principles that all people are created equal in value and that they have these unalienable rights uh, to life and freedom uh, and protection from government abuse, actually. The, the, the first ten amendments are all there to protect we, the citizens, against government abuse, believe it or not. No other country has that. And, and these are God-given rights, uh, and <clears throat> they can't be infringed because they're God-given, unalienable, they can't be infringed or denied by the state. <clears throat> now, <clears throat> the Constitution... It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18. Plus. 
you know, did two things. It, it, it established the protection of citizens' unalienable rights, and second, the, the other important thing that it did, it, it established for the first time in history that government solely derives its legitimacy and power from the consent of the governed. So with the legitimacy of the government being singularly established by the consent of the governed, it follows that elections are both critical and they are sacrosanct. And what has set America apart from so many other countries in the world up until recently has been the honesty and integrity of our electoral system. Um, I, I think the normalcy bias that we all have, you know, you know, establish, it established in people's hearts and minds of so many Americans that it's just kind of difficult for them to fathom that the 2020 and the 2022 elections were compromised and fraudulent. Uh, you know, due to a myriad of, of corrupt uh, operations, really, because th there was a host of different things that were done, not the least of which was changing the, the voting rules in key swing states because of COVID allowed, allowed the Democrat lawyers to do that because people were afraid to go and vote, right? So let's, let's just open up the mail-in ballots. Let's put out, you know, ballot harvesting boxes so people can, you know, get their votes put in the boxes and those 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 were not those were those are very irregular things and it really affected things and then of course there are many other stories too but we still haven't come to the grips with this problem and we need to uh, I'm hoping that Carrie Lake's challenge of uh, the governor the gubernatorial race in in uh, Arizona is going to prevail she has overwhelming evidence of signature uh, fraud where signatures don't match uh, and then, I mean, isn't it crazy that 40% of the Maricopa County, which is primarily Republican, voting machines were shut down for as much as four hours on, on the election day. They just malfunctioned. They didn't work. Oh, and then they, they printed ballots that didn't fit in the machines. Now, that's... <laughs> Oh, that's well, orchestrated. Well, she said she found the election. She's had some good success out there, and uh, I'm hoping that uh, yeah. it, that that she will have ultimate success. Uh, I don't know what that's going to mean in, in terms of uh, of the governor that they have in Arizona now, but I think it's going to be uh, a cautionary tale for the rest of the country that engages in this kind of stuff. And you know, we we see different states that are taking steps to try and prevent things like this from happening. But, you know, I, I said at the beginning that you were a historian, and I'm seeing this narrative uh, come out more and more now, talking about the Second Amendment. And and the narrative is is that the Second Amendment was put in place so slave owners back in the day uh, could have the right to gun down their slaves uh, who dare stray off the property. Uh, is it... And then, and these narratives, even though they sound ridiculous on the face, they t they catch on, and and they they start small, and then they keep they they kind of get this cult like following, and then before you know it, it's part of the vernacular, and and if you dare challenge that narrative, then you're the one who's called a kook, and you're the one who's called uh, saying that uh, you don't want to teach history to kids. Well, I. I if I'm called a kook, I, I work with a badge of honor. There is so much misinformation <laughs> and bad history out there that I don't I don't hesitate to correct the record. And I, that's the first I've heard of this narrative that the reason for the Second Amendment was to shoot, was, was to shoot at escaping slaves. That's preposterous. It, it was in place, you know, to stand up 
you know, to stand up against government abuse for the most part. Remember, uh, the Revolutionary War started with the British moving into Lexington and Concord. Why did they go there? They didn't want to really take on the, the patriots who were, you know, who, who could spring out from, you know, behind trees and houses and, and ambush them. But they were determined to capture their weapons that were in a, uh, you know, in a, in a, they had identified the place where they keep all these weapons. And that was their mission, was to capture the weapons. So that was a reminder, that, that should be a reminder to all Americans that, yes, uh, the right to self-defense is really important uh, if you're about to lose your freedom and lose your sovereignty. And, and that's why uh, the, the Second Amendment is there. It is not to, for hunters to go hunting uh, or for anything else, but to, the right to self-defense, and that includes self-defense against an abusive government if the time comes. Even Thomas Jefferson wrote about uh, how, uh, you know, re- revolution, that, that occasionally for the, you know, for the citizens to stand up against their government, uh, that would be a healthy thing to do when there's government abuse. He saw it as as a, as a very likely possibility. Well, Scott Powell, I got to tell you, I love your observations on things. I love uh, the writing that you do and how important it is when you talk when we talk about election integrity. That and, and I just think you can look at all the different issues that we have in front of us today, and a lot of what's happening right now at this very moment is it all stems from that election in 2020 when it yeah. was just thrown up in our face the uh the, the the chicanery and the irregularities and all the rest of it and the the effort is still underway to get all that uh, to happen permanently but i i have to say there's there's a, a fight going on on the other side to make sure that that doesn't happen how do you see it playing out in about the last 45 seconds we have left well I think that people are waking up very fast now. So, um, and and the Twitter files uh, revealed so much to us how the government, the government was violating our First Amendment rights. It was enlisting all of the big tech companies to deplatform and to censor people. I mean, that's just craziness. Uh, so I, I think it's very healthy. I think people are finally waking up, and. Uh, let's, let me close with what Thomas, Thomas Jefferson said. This is one of his great quotes. He said, when government fears the people, there is liberty. When people fear the government, there is tyranny. So if we're fearful of government, we, we, we ought to be fearful that tyranny is going to follow that fear. Uh, but we need to put the government on notice that they need to fear us. They need to vote, fear us that we will demand electoral integrity and that we will vote. Uh, and we will vote the bums out when we see fit. And when we have a government that uh, would suggest that if you dare stray from the approved government narrative that you are an enemy of the state, well, then tyranny is definitely on our doorstep. And Scott Powell, with that, we have to call it a night. Scott Powell, thanks again for the time tonight. As always, it is great talking to you, and uh, I certainly hope we get a chance to do it again. Thank you very much. Thank you, Dan. All right, the the great Scott Powell, and we will continue on. It is Dan Carroll filling in for the great American Bill Cunningham, who is live with you every Sunday night. We expect our information in real time. U.S. Med carries continuous glucose monitors.
which provide real-time readings of blood out loans against your home or worse sells it when's the last time you checked your home's title our partners at home title lock demonstrated how criminals do it in minutes they found the titles to homes belonging to our staff with forged signatures saying our staff had sold them their homes some criminal was now the owner it's shocking but home title lock helps shut it down that's what they do better than anyone how do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home find out for free with sign up when you use promo code radio at hometitlelock.com that's promo code radio at hometitlelock.com and your first 30 days of protection are free do this today at hometitlelock.com The Sunday Night Show rolls on. It is Dan Carroll in for the great American, Bill Cunningham. I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad you are here as well. You know, I want to thank once again Scott Powell for being here, and I just want to refer once again to his most recent column. It's about election integrity, and it's entitled, Losing Election Integrity Means That We Lose America. I mean, have we ever heard this president one time? Think about this. Have we ever heard this president one time talk about our election process other than just reciting the phony baloney talking points about voter suppression and Jim Crow 2.0. I mean, have we ever once heard Joe Biden say something something thoughtful or something meaningful about what is really one of the most important issues that we have? Uh, the answer is no. And we really have to wonder if he's even capable of such thoughts. And I have said from day one, day one after the 2020 election, that these kind of irregularities and cheating, a flat-out cheating, just cannot stand. It is one of the most important things we have as Americans. And I, and I think you can argue it is the most important thing that we have as a nation is to be able to trust in our system of elections. And everything that we have is going to be lost. And Scott Powell makes that point in his piece, and you can find it on Newsmax.com. And, yeah, I, I just wonder how we got to this point where this issue divides us so badly. It's like I'm reminded of when flying the American flag became a political statement. You know, the flying of the flag should be the one thing that unites everyone in this country, every individual. Despite the fact that we see things differently from a political perspective, it should be flying the American flag should be the least political thing you can possibly do. And I don't see any reason why people of good faith on any side of this issue can agree that elections should be straight up and honest. And we all know that elections have consequences. And dealing with those consequences becomes a lot more difficult when you believe that the election was not only stolen. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. But that the process has been, been manipulated in such a way that having honest and fair elections are likely to never happen again. 
As Powell writes about our second president, John Adams, he said, liberty once lost is lost forever. And it is up to all of us to make sure that that doesn't happen again. And there's no reason, no matter what side of the aisle that you're on, that uh, that, that can't happen again. We are going to continue on. My next guest is going to be Daniel Turner of Power the Future, a great guest. Stay tuned for that. It is Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham, who is live with you every Sunday night. News, traffic, and weather. News Radio 700 WLW, Cincinnati. An American Airlines flight out of Columbus strikes a bird, causing a fire. And with the 1230 report, I'm Sean McCormick breaking now. An American Airlines flight out of Columbus on Sunday headed toward Phoenix had to turn back quickly. The crew reporting a possible bird strike, which caused the plane's wing to catch fire and the plane returning. Marnie Kalistad, sitting in the last row, saw the engine start. They circled around, and that's when... Uh, many people started crying and going into tears because we just didn't know if we were going to make it or not, frankly. It was terrifying. The FAA is reporting wildlife strikes continue to rise, the data showing more than 17,000 bird and plane incidents last year. Now, the latest weather from the forecasters at 9 News overnight, a freeze warning remaining in effect from 4 a.m. until 9 a.m. Clear skies, overnight low of 32. Then rest of Monday, a mix of clouds and sun, a high of 55. Monday night, fair skies, a low of 33. And then Tuesday, some morning sun, increasing clouds by the afternoon and a high of 63. The radar is clear. It's currently 41 degrees. Lots of highway work beginning this week. On I-74 from Dry Fork to just west of Hamilton Cleves, look for single-lane closures at night this coming week. That also applies to 275 between 74 and Kilby Road. Also, make a note for Tuesday, the Dry Fork entrance ramp to eastbound 74 and the westbound 74 exit to Dry Fork going to close at 10 o'clock Tuesday night. That work should be done by Wednesday morning. I'm Jack Crumley, News Radio 700 WLW. The Reds losing Sunday to the Pirates 2 to nothing are back in the confines of GABP for tonight's game hosting the Texas Rangers. Nick Lodolo scheduled to pitch for the Reds. The coverage on the big one begins with the inside pitch at 5.40 p.m. Our next update is at 1 o'clock. I'm Sean McCormick, News Radio 700, WLW. How could a thousand bucks change your life? I could buy cereal instead of breadcrumbs. Then listen for inflation compensation. Your chance to win a thousand dollars to combat high prices. Kids, you're going to get real cereal. Be listening for your chance to win $1,000 with inflation compensation. Get ready for the action. Hit a grand slam when you watch and wager all baseball season at Barstool Sportsbook at Hollywood Casino Lawrenceburg. Must be 21. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-9-WITH-IT or text INGAMB to 53342. Sometimes life is wonderful and sometimes it's not. Cherish the good, but always be prepared for life's challenges. At Sunshine Health, we provide... On to the Bill Cunningham Show. It is Dan Carroll in for the great American Bill Cunningham as we uh, roll on through another Sunday night. And I have another great guest, a guy that I have uh, had on my show many, many times and uh, am always fortunate 
that he's able to join me because I can't think of a guy who was busier than this guy. Every time I look up, he's uh, he's doing some farming. He's uh, appearing either on Fox News or Newsmax TV. He's doing radio shows all across the country and all the rest of it. And most recently, he was testifying before Congress at the Ways and Means Committee. And we say hello once again to my good friend Daniel Turner of Power of the Future. And Daniel Turner, how you doing? Oh, it's great to be on the show. Thanks for having me on. I always love when you reach out and invite me on because I know it's going to be a great conversation. <laughs> you know, I want I, I want to hear about your testimony before the Ways and Means Committee, but I, I got to start with this. And I want to start with this because I just saw this before I came into the uh, into the studio tonight to do this show. And it was John Kerry. He's being interviewed by Andrea Mitchell on MSNBC. And John Kerry said... Uh, and I'm paraphrasing here, he was talking about, and what does John Kerry always talk about, right? Solar panels, wind power, all that all that nonsense, a green, uh, green energy future. And John Kerry talked about that wind and solar will be a lot more affordable if you simply raise the price of gasoline and oil. Uh, isn't that rich for a guy who's a multimillionaire and maybe a billionaire for all I know, who has uh, probably all of his expenses paid for his private jet and all the rest of it by the taxpayers of the United States government. And he's out there and he is now campaigning. Not only the last time we talked about John Kerry, he was singing the praises of China, for God's sake, because they make all the solar panels and all that other stuff. And now he's talking about, oh, you just raised the price of gas and oil and this other stuff looks a lot more affordable. What? (laughs) How does that sit with you when you hear this guy talk like that? It's pretty remarkable. And he is um, married into a billionaire family, no Mm -hmm. doubt. Um, you know, and, and and I gotta think his his wife's first husband, who John Kerry inherited all that money, uh, Heinz from Heinz Ketchup. Uh, he was in today's standards, he'd be a bit of a rhino, right? He wasn't the most conservative Republican, but he was a Republican senator. And uh, yeah, and John Kerry takes the ketchup money and he goes around the world uh, uh, spewing all of this climate change nonsense. But how offensive is it to Americans who are seeing? You know, bread is doubled in price. Uh, milk is 20% higher. Utility bills are 30% higher. And I can go across the board. How offensive is, is it to say to them, you know what, when it's a little bit more expensive, though, then that will be good for my agenda. Like, how much more suffering do the American people have to endure before John Kerry's green god is, is satiated? How many more sacrifices do we have to make deciding between, well, I guess we can't afford chopped meat because it's twelve ninety nine a pound. Uh, how many more sacrifices do American families have to endure before John Kerry's climate god, gods are, 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 are satiated? And I don't think there's ever an answer. Um, it's a level of aloofness and indifference that is is offensive, but it's also very, very dangerous in a in a healthy republic. Well, it's an attitude, I think, Daniel Turner, that that washes all throughout the Democrat Party. Uh, they they put on this facade that they're the ones who care about the poor, the working class. So, and what's the phrase we hear all the time? Uh, the working families. They're the ones who yeah. are who are watching out for them. But then when uh, when something like this pops up, no one's going to criticize that. There should they, every, to my way of thinking, every Democrat 
should be asked if they agree with John Kerry wanting to raise the price of oil and gasoline just so uh, his green agenda looks a little bit better. But Daniel Turner, here we are. And uh, again, I want to get to your your testimony before Ways and Means. But here we are the day after Earth Day. And I got to be honest, I didn't see a ton of coverage of Earth Day on the news this past weekend. Maybe I just missed it. But uh, to your way of thinking, what does Earth Day accomplish, if anything? And now that all this nonsense has been exposed, we see that they've been wrong for the last 50 years about all these different predictions. What does Earth Day accomplish, if anything? I think Earth Day is one of those things that is powerful when Republicans have the White House because they use it as a calling card. They use it as as a, a, a rallying moment to get all of their activists jazzed up about this president doesn't care about the earth the way we care about the earth. But every day is, is, is the liberal agenda of the Earth Day founders when you have Joe Biden as president um, between his his EPA uh, regulations, which he admits wants to get the combustion engine vehicles off the road, um, between John Kerry's initiative, which is to say, let's make oil and gas more expensive so that you have to use wind and solar. Um, they, they don't need to have a rallying point at, at your local state park or in downtown Cincinnati or on the National Mall because all of their folks are in the White House. They're in the agencies. They're passing these regulations. And so they're winning. Sadly, they are they are definitely winning. Now, the American people are losing. And the reason why, like I just said, food prices, utility prices, gas prices, uh, consumer good prices, all through the roof, because we have made energy very, very expensive. We're, we're, we're causing tremendous suffering for the American people. But if you are of the climate cult, that's just a necessary sacrifice, right? Like, like that, that's too darn bad. But they are not going to change direction because this is what they ultimately want. Oh, sure. The American economy is worthy of laying on the altar of uh, of environmentalism. And whatever the consequences are, well, that, that's just too bad because uh, this green agenda. And that's what John Kerry was saying. We've got these green agenda goals that we have to be there by 2030. And then there's a whole bunch more uh, for 2050. And I mean, for the love of God, we've got the, the military now is talking about how uh, climate change is the number one priority. And in the meantime, we've got China building the biggest Navy the world has ever seen, and we're worried about uh, keeping the Earth from warming uh, a half a degree over the next hundred years. Are you kidding me? It it is the height of irresponsibility. That's the best word for irresponsibility. And, And the level of unseriousness, when you look at the Chinese threat, and, you know, I was a kid, in, in, in Reagan's Cold War, right, I was born, I'm, I'm almost 50, so I, I clearly remember Reagan and I remember the 80s, um, but I was still, you know, 12, 15, so I was not an, a fully formed adult. Um, so so I, I make the statement with that slight understanding. I think the communist threat from China is far greater than the communist threat from Russia ever was. I think the, I think the, 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 the Soviet Union did a wonderful job pretending they had a huge military, pretending they had a huge, and then you realize it was all facade. You realize their people were starving. You realize the, com- the country was on the brink, and Reagan pushed them over the edge, and there goes the Soviet Union. I think the Chinese threat is so much greater because we have coupled our economy to theirs. Janet Yellen just on Friday 
said it would be very dangerous for America to, de- to decouple its economy from, from China. That's how dependent we are for them for huge swaths of our economy. And yet, like you said, what are they doing? They're not building universities and schools, right? They're not building orphanages for children in the third world. They're building navies. They're building nuclear warheads. Their global conquests are very clear. We should be so alarmed as a nation, as a as as the world's leading democracy. We should be genuinely, I don't want to say afraid, Dan, because I don't want to scare people, but we should be on edge. And yet here's our president saying climate change. That's what we have to be afraid of. It, the irresponsibility, it, it quite literally could be the end of the republic as far as I'm concerned. That's how serious the threat is. Well, I like to think, Daniel Turner, that there are career people at the State Department who take this stuff seriously and are not asleep at the wheel. But uh, when I see something like what just happened in Sudan, that we have to call in special forces in the overnight hours and uh, evacuate yeah. people at the, by the skin of their teeth, I just think that we have uh, a foreign policy that is reactionary and not ahead of the curve in any sort of way. And we really uh, don't have any clue as to what's going on. So when I contacted you the other day about being on the show tonight, you sent me video of your testimony before <laughs> the Ways and Means Committee, and I got to tell you, it was uh, very enjoyable viewing, and uh, tell me why you were before the Ways and Means Committee, and I had the sense, uh, Daniel Turner, that uh, especially the Democrats on the committee were not enjoying the uh, the truth that you were laying out to them. No, and, and, and I appreciate you saying that. I'm, I'm kind of fed up. I've been doing the political stuff for 25 years or so now, and I'm sort of fed up with the lies. I'm fed up with um, the, the deep state covering for Hunter Biden. I'm fed up with o- o- Obama's jobs saved or created. I'm, I'm fed up with, with the government using the apparatus to tell either half-truths or just flat-out lies because there's a political agenda. So when it comes to the Green uh, Army, which I battle on the daily basis, I was very prepared to just lay it all out on the table. And, and I don't think our members of Congress are, are necessarily all the smartest people. I think they are very clever. I think they are very gifted. You have to get elected. You've got to raise millions of dollars. I will give them credit. And there are some wonderful members of Congress. But there are a lot of really bad people in our Congress. And they play these political games um, because they like power, because they like prestige. And I had just had enough. So by the time uh, um, the third or fourth member had been making fun of me and making fun of my comments, I just asked the chairman for the chance to re- to reply. Um, I was told by some Republicans that that was un- not unprecedented but uncommon. They say normally witnesses just sit there and they take it. So they were kind of surprised that I was like, oh, no, no, I want to talk back. And I just, I'm, I'm sick and tired of it. You know, the American people are suffering. Our economy's not in a great place. Our country's not in a great place. And for these Democrat members of Congress to sit up there and tell me that everything is hunky-dory uh, and the green agenda is not a threat and that buying wind and solar from communist China is totally cool, I had had enough. So I laid into it. And the funny thing is a response they just got up and walked out of the room. Yeah, I was going to I was going to say because they are. the the video that I looked at, it looked like they came in when it was their turn for their 5 minutes, uh, essentially made a speech, uh criticized you, and then when it was your turn to speak, they got up and walked out. 
And, and, and again, what a total sign of disrespect and arrogance from these people who, to my way of thinking, really don't have any business being there in the first place. Uh, Daniel Turner, can, can there be any doubt as to how thoroughly corrupt this administration is? And, and what did we learn uh, with the, some of the most recent revelations? We have learned that, uh, that, that Anthony Blinken knew 100% that the uh, Hunter Biden laptop was authentic, it was real, it was not Russian disinformation, but yet he uh, strong-armed people that he knew in the intelligence community to go ahead and sign that letter. So they peddled that as uh, something that was being false when they knew it was true, and they knew that the Steele dossier and all the Russian collusion was 100% false, but yet they peddled that as being true. So what's true is false, what's false is true, and to, again... It goes back to the way this administration and Democrats in general feel about the American people, and this is how it manifests itself. Yeah, and, and the, so what's so pernicious about labeling it Russian disinformation is is not just the lie, because the lie is bad, but what's much more dangerous, it is the boy who cried wolf, because there is Russian disinformation in, 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 in the world, on the public square. Um, but when you label everything Russian disinformation to, to silence your opposition... Well, you've weakened what is a legitimate or what should be a legitimate concern of the national security apparatus and the State Department, et cetera, et cetera. So, so they not only uh, just used something for for political ends, but now anytime someone says, "Oh, that's just Russian disinformation," everyone's going to laugh, and and that's tragic because Russia is our enemy, and they are very active. And thanks to Joe Biden's energy prices, they are flush with cash. They are building an alliance with China for the sole purpose of taking the United States down. And, and so they did something beyond the lie. They took what, 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 is, what is important. They took what is, is a, a real uh, international concern and they trivialized it for political purposes. And, and boy, there's... Uh, my disdain for them grows on the daily basis. It, it's hard to even consider myself sometimes a Christian with my with my genuine my visceral response to what these folks have done in the last couple of years. It's just like seethe with rage sometimes, which is why I have to be on a farm because it's quiet <laughs> and it's humbling. And it calms me down. <laughs> and, and, and the animals are a lot more agreeable. And with that, Daniel Turner, we're going to have to leave it right there. And, uh, again, thank you for being here. Always great talking to you. And I certainly look forward to the chance uh, the next time we get a chance to do it again. Daniel Turner, Power of the Future, thank you very much. Always a good time. Thank you. All right. And uh, Daniel Turner, check out his website, Power the Future. It is uh, always full of great information. It's Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham who is live with you every Sunday night. Texting privacy policy and terms and conditions posted at textplan.us. Texting enrolls for recurring automated text marketing messages. Messages. Dan Carroll in for Bill Cunningham. And once again, I can't thank uh, Bill Cunningham enough for uh, letting me sit in for him and for Danny Gleason, who is running the board tonight. You know, after talking with Daniel Turner, I really don't know how anyone can deny the what is really appears to be the thorough corruption of this administration. I mean, just look at what we've seen just in the last couple of weeks alone. You've got Hunter Biden's business partners. And now it has been revealed that they had almost unlimited access to Joe Biden when he was vice president. 19 different meetings in the West Wing of the White House. Think about that. What was going on in those meetings? What possibly 
did Hunter Biden or Joe Biden have to offer other than access to the administration? James Comer this morning on the Maria Bartiromo show talked about multiple more members of the Biden family, as many as nine members now of the Biden family, receiving money through multiple LLCs. And, and this just adds to the already ample evidence that this family is involved in money laundering schemes, and many of them coming from enemies of the United States. We found out this week that Biden directed his now Secretary of State, Blinken, to concoct the phony letter claiming that the Hunter Biden laptop was Russian disinformation. We found out that they're interfering with the IRS investigation into Hunter's taxes, according to a whistleblower. And this is just the most recent revelations. There's a 21-year-old National Guardsman putting out top-secret stuff from the Pentagon. How the heck did that happen? And this administration wants to spend billions and billions of more of your dollars on more phony baloney, climate change, mumbo-jumbo. And now we have the expansion of government again with this nonsense of a climate justice office. And we're supposed to have all electric cars by 2050, and it just goes on and on and on. And I could go on and on and on as if we're supposed to save the planet in, uh, in 20 years' time. But I am running out of time. And that is going to do it for me. Uh, once again, I want to thank uh, Bill Cunningham for allowing me to sit in for him on uh, this great national show and have a chance to talk to this great audience. I want to thank uh, Danny Boy Gleason, who uh, has uh, run the board and made all that, because I wouldn't be here if it weren't for him. And the guy who runs the board and the guy who does the producing and, and uh, records the segments and all the rest of it, uh, Danny Gleason, I can't thank you enough. Uh, you made it uh, easy for me to be here tonight. And uh, it's an experience I won't forget. And who knows, maybe in the future, I'll have a chance to do it once again. So until next time, this is the Sunday Night Show with Bill Cunningham. I'm Dan Carroll, and Bill Cunningham is live with you every Sunday night. Hey guys, did you know there's a generic form of Viagra that works just the same, but is 95% cheaper? Just go to 4 slash joy. Through Hims, you'll get a free medical consultation, discreet shipping if prescribed, and the process is 100% online. To start your free online visit, go to 4 slash joy. That's F-O-R-H-I-M-S dot com slash J-O-Y. Prescriptions require an online consultation with a healthcare provider who will determine if appropriate restrictions apply. See website for details and important safety information. Subscription required. Price varies based on product and subscription plan. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less pay. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo, and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.